Three, two, one. one. <laughs> Should be known we're in the same room. So <laughs> and also going off the same audio recording device. Yeah. We're both speaking into the same microphone. Yeah. But we just did the clap for fun. Hi, I'm Ira Glass, and this is... Just kidding. Hi, I'm Madeline Starchild, and this is Sister Luna Psychic Services, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host, John. What if his name was Gyra Ass? And it was for guys. Okay, sorry, um, it's just me here today. No more John. He is fired. You're fired. It got canceled mid-recording. Didn't even have to put it out there. This is your third strike. <laughs> really? Yes, we recorded back to back. If you listened to the last episode, either we cut them out or you heard them. <laughs> so this is your third strike, my friend. You fired. <laughs> Pack up your desk. Wheel. Oh my god! Remember in the summer when we? Well, I guess it wasn't quite summer. It was spring. When I got back from India and we were forced into two weeks of isolation, but it was super, super unseasonably like sunny and beautiful out. And we just went and like laid in the patio chairs every day, mm-hmm. like tanned. We'll be able to do that again soon. Oh, for sure. I just like, I don't know. I'm fondly remembering. We weren't allowed to go anywhere or do anything. You know, we were forced to only relax. It was nice. There was definitely a point when I was sitting there with my, like, leggings pulled up and my little calves, my little white, hairy calves exposed, (laughs) like, started laughing for no reason. And you were like, what? And I was like, I just realized what literally just vibing is. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing it. It Yeah, when everything was shut down, it was literally the, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger version of... Uh, Mr. Freeze going up to everyone and saying I want you to chill. Yeah. You made me like that beautiful charcuterie (laughs) on the first day and we like kept making all this like beautiful, nice, lovely food for each other. Mm -hmm. It was like a weird, I don't know, little like romantic I don't, it was, like that was at the start of before everything and before we knew like precisely how much it was going to affect our whole year. And it was just like, oh, you're being forced to stay inside with your new fiance you mm-hmm. haven't seen for a month. Oh, no. Although I was like manic laughing by the end and you were mm-hmm. worried for my sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Although as it turned out, like nothing we did there was dangerous. Well, the first time that we were in quarantine, we broke protocol to walk around the neighborhood in masks. Oh, yeah. It was completely fine. (laughs) (laughs) That was when I was inside the house and I was just, like, laughing manically with, like, humorless laughter. Like, there was no humor in that laughter. It was just madness. And then you looked at me like, let's go outside. I think you need to leave this building. (laughs) Mm. So... Maddie. Yes. I think you already, you just kind of caught to it earlier, is we are recording this back-to-back with our last episode. Yeah. And I had, for the first time ever, even the one episode that I was literally supposed to prepare everything for, 
for the first time ever, I prepared for this podcast. I got a list of shit to talk about, and because of that, we're doing it. We are going into my Merry Cryptidsmas episode. Maddie's doing the floss dance. No, I wasn't. I was oh. just air gyrating. Okay. I don't. I can't floss. I you're you're doing dance. some kind of like Fortnite dance. Is that a Fortnite dance? Probably. Okay. Every dance is like because there's no. You can't go to a club. You can't go to a. Every dance a is only music a Fortnite video dance shoot. now. Yeah, you can only go to a Fortnite and dance there. We could shoot a music video. <laughs> you want? We absolutely should not. <laughs> so, instead of that, we are going to discuss the cryptids of the season. Aww. I have gathered a list of cryptids, and we are going to investigate them. Investigation Maybe. discovery? Yeah. <laughs> That's the amount of effort we're going to put into investigating them. <laughs> so we're going to talk to the ancient aliens guy and say, like, yeah, you're probably right. Who does your hair? (laughs) These are questions I would like to ask the ancient aliens guy. He just stands in front of the jet engine and lets it blow back. (laughs) Alien! Okay. (laughs) Is that what the... Wait. Is this about aliens? Is... No, there are no aliens on this. Certain aliens, specific aliens, are cryptids. But there are no cryptid aliens on this list. Okay. Everything on this list is earthbound. There's one that may be demonic, in which case it would be from a parallel dimension, but a parallel dimension on Earth. Like a hell version of mm-hmm. Earth. Or like, yeah. So no aliens. No aliens, yeah. Okay. So I figured coming out of our episode on Krampus, I would first talk about a cryptid that acts very much like Krampus, but is not. First up, we are going to talk about Ejirak. Ejirak? Ejirak. 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 That's when you take off your bra after you get home. (laughs) He is, like most of this list will end up being, he is an Inuit cryptid. There's going to be a couple of exceptions, but mostly I want to focus on the cryptids of the land of Lidlon. Mm. So there is many Inuit, a couple of Algonquin, mm. two foreigners. Yuzhirak himself is a shapeshifter, so I can't actually show you a f- picture. Or I guess I can, it would just be like, I'm showing Maddie my phone right now. Okay. Because that's how he could appear. He could turn into anything. Exactly. Okay. That's a pretty intense power. Yes, absolutely. Professor McGonagall shit. <laughs> yeah. Does she turn into cell phones? No, she turns into a cat. But she's the transfiguration teacher, so she teaches you how to turn shit into other shit. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Isharek is a spirit or a something. He's a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. Or she is a shapeshifter. Okay. That lures nasty children away from their home. Oh, 
By shape-shifting in this By shape-shifting. So Ooh, it could be... Ooh, that's terrifying. Yeah, shape-shifting <gasps> into a friend. That should be a be horror that. movie. That's so scary. That's kind of a thing. Luring children from their homes by transforming into something else. That's right. so I mean, scary. It, is that it is the, the thing. Is you shape-shift into something that people won't object to and then you I pointed my finger at Maddie and then twisted it to, to show the, the action of gutting. Yeah, but I wasn't um, scared or perturbed by that at all because I actually do watch living creatures be cut open like on the daily. I don't give a fuck. Now, the, there is a, a correlated spirit, which is the Tariuk suck, who kind of acts similarly, but... Appears as a half-man, half-caribou monster. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yep. But the... the Clip-clop. Uh, Clip-clop. Yeah. <laughs> the Yzirak can just choose whatever form it chooses. The other thing about the Yzirak, the another like horrifying thing, is that even though it can choose the form that it wants, it does have a natural form. But you only see it right before it is about to abduct you. <gasps> That's some Lovecraft shit. That's so scary. And you will never see it head on. And so basically, it's... The basilisk. Well, hold on. Bird look, box. Oh my god. Sorry. Look at me. Yes. Can you see our cat right now? No. Okay, start turning your head slowly to the right. I'm really scared. What's going to happen? I don't actually like this experiment. Tell me when you can see her. Oh, I can see her. Okay. So right when she entered your field of vision, that's as much as you would see him. Scary, right? Yes. It's, you will only ever see the Yzirak out of the, like, absolute side of your eye. No! And then once you do... Oh my god. Fucking out of there. So wait, when does this creature appear? What when? What's this? It's a timeline? a winter spirit for sure. It's just winter? Yeah. Like anytime? It doesn't have anything to do with when there's like two feet of snow on the ground or anything. Basically, like people mostly saw them I guess uh leading into and out of the hunting season. And so that would be really at the start and the end of the winter. Which doesn't actually fit the theme of my rest the rest of my list, but had you not asked that question, I wouldn't have exposed that fact. I just want to know what cryptids I need to look out for and when I need to be concerned about them. The thing about the, the Izurak is that they don't live here. But like They live in the world between life and death. And so you can never see them coming. When they come here... If you see them, they'll appear as your cat, your glass of beer, your fiance, and the only <laughs> time that you will ever see them is, like I said, at the corner of their eye before they drag you to death. This is the scariest thing I've heard in a long time. I'm really <laughs> excited. For the rest of the list. Like, I just for that, had that even having happened. That is one of the most scary elements, but... 
It's so scary. Yep. Holy shit. It's because um, most cryptids are just like, I saw it. It was a giant moth with <laughs> eyeballs on its shoulders. I saw it. And it's like, that's not scary, really. It's just like a weird creature that you happen to see and it didn't do anything. It just like was flying around minding its own business. You're, what you just described is a totally different situation and it's so terrifying. Or like, I, I don't know if I, I, I said should, Chewbacca. I don't know What's if I should the, put this on here or not, but another podcast I listen to, it's like a conspiracy podcast and <laughs> the episode they put out yesterday was Merry Cryptids and they... So you're just copying them? No. Oh. They took three of the cryptids I was going to look at and oh, so I had to like I dig see. deeper, find different shit. And ended up with way cooler stuff because of it. Oh, snap. I was I was going to say, what about Chewbacca? But I really meant Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like with okay. Sasquatch, people are like, oh, I saw a hairy dude, like a big hairy guy in the woods. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. He can live out in the woods. And like, that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. But. This cryptid who turns into shit to lure you to do things and then you can only see it out of the corner of your eye right before it drags you to your doom. What? <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> Not to get too far into it, but Sasquatch, Yeti, Abominable Snowman, they're all real. They just need to get their, they need to go to the dentist, right? Go to the dentist? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's how Yeti was discovered? No. I, it's in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh! The elf wants to be a dentist. Oh, that's fucking weird, because literally after that movie came out, there were, like, anthropologists in China and Nepal that were at these, like, weird markets where they were, like, the people were selling giant teeth, and they were from a grade eight. So there's some kind of, like, great ape that lives in that mountain range that's around, and, but we just haven't seen it. We haven't found it yet. It's not a human. Uh, it's not a human. And it like has it's, it's bigger, bigger teeth. bigger teeth than, than human. Okay, when you just <laughs> did that, though, this is not big for a tooth. Let me tell you. When you pull okay. those suckers out, they are, like, three times as long as you think sure, they're going to yeah. be. So I don't know why I did this to show big teeth. John put his hands like just a re- near his mouth. Yeah. I guess that would be a big like, mouth. <laughs> big teeth. <laughs> Ooh. There's a parallel demon to the Ijirak in Japan. Or I can tell you about the Inuit demon that makes you smile real big. Oh my god, yep. That one sounds terrifying. <laughs> Let's go for the Inuit smile demon. Fuck, that was one of my last ones. Hold me. Okay. <laughs> I never really read his name out loud in my head, like, until now. Well, I just burped it directly into the microphone, so I think you're fine. Hell yeah. The Mahaha. Mahaha. Yeah, think of it like ha ha ha. Except with an M at the front. Wait, and what it does is make you smile real big? Well, the Mahaha is a demon that lives in 
basically the Northwest Territories. The Territories? <laughs> the Northwest Territories? <laughs> the Northwest Territorinos. <laughs> Does this demon wear a yellow jumpsuit? No. This demon doesn't wear anything. Oh. It's a nude man or woman. Their feet are naked too, right? And like oh, yeah. near you the can camera. S- you can see their feet. Their toes. They got long toes. <laughs> um, they're constantly wiggling them. <laughs> and yeah, you can just watch them as they're going through the snow. Their feet are getting more dirty. The whole thing is a corpse, so you know those feet fucking smell. Yeah. But no, like, speaking of sex. <laughs> the ma- the maha is jacked. Like, oh. Like, really, really well built. Like, uh, in a hot way or in a gross, like, roid monkey, like, giant wrestler way? In, in like, a... I just want to know if I should be hot for the Mahaha or not. Do you want to see a picture? Yes. Ew, what the fuck? That's so scary. <laughs> Do you want to see oh another picture? No. Hold on. I, I think I got some fan art here. No. I, like, I think the I last found one you showed me is going to haunt my fucking dream. I think I got someone that's actually hot for the Maha. Okay. <laughs> no. He's not. He's so gross. Ew. Wait, does someone have a bulge? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Maha. Fuck. So the Maha is basically Oh, a, he does have like a six pack, but oh, in yeah. a like goblin type no, way. Literally everything <laughs> that I read about the Maha is he is always jacked. Like he's always like in good fucking shape, like good definition, but not just like glamour muscles. Like you can tell he actually lifts. Yeah, like, he's, he looks like pretty sinewy. Yeah. Uh we there none of these pictures have like a picture of his ass, but <laughs> I would bet it's good. Yeah, probably. Um, Might rival your own ass, even. <laughs> so, and again, sometimes it is a she. There's no, like, art, but it definitely was not a specific gender in any of the the literature that I read about him. Sure. I feel like non-gendered, <laughs> like, scary spirits makes more sense than gendered spirits. Oh, for sure. Honestly. Especially, like... Like, I don't think that that one refers to a specific... Like, I don't think there is just one Maha. I think it's, like, a, a pantheon of, like, different Maha. Or it's, like, a race. Pantheon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the Maha, it's, like, an, like, well-built, attractive person that appears, like, out in the... Like, out in the a blizzard... In like the tundra, and they always have an enormous smile, <gasps> and so they lure people out into the tundra where those people die. But those people die also with a giant smile on their oh face. Oh my god! It is the Arctic Joker. That's another movie. Like that's a horror movie. Yes. And oh, absolutely. That is Tundra. That's the name of it. Yeah. And like, oh, it all is of these fucking cryptids good, are coming like, for yes. you, and that's the movie. 
Ooh, yeah. Oh my. So yeah. Scary. Oh no. We can like. This is my idea. Uh, literally, like half my <laughs> list is from the Arctic because it's where you get your winter demons. Yeah, that's where uh, they live. But the no, North like Mahaha. Yeah. Well, okay. It's one of two things. It's real, or some Inuit tribe came up with the Joker before the Joker was a thing. <laughs> Because, like, that is literally one of the things the Joker does is he pours gas all over you. And then oh, right, like laughing gas. <gasps> John, it's the manic laughter that I was talking about when we were stuck and we were going crazy. Remember? <laughs> and I said it was a joyless laughter. Oh, it's holy that shit, exact yes. thing. Oh my God, the Maha. You got that. visited by the Maha. <laughs> you just went through the Maha. Mm-hmm. You defeated him. Oh. Would you like to head south, or would you like to know more about the local fauna? Uh, first, I would like to loot the body. <laughs> okay. I want to loot Mahaha's body. You loot the Mahaha body, and you find a joy buzzer, and you <laughs> find a set of those, like, wind-up teeth that go like this. <laughs> Okay, great. I put both of those into my inventory, and I head south. You head south. Okay. You head south. You are now in Algonquin territory. The Micmac tribe is nearby. Okay. But you were avoiding their encampments. But all of a sudden, a Shainu jumps out of the trees. A Shainu? Yes. Oh my god, roll for perception. What the fuck is a Shainu? (laughs) Well... A Shainu is a gigantic man. Okay. So you. A gigantic man. <laughs> You're 6'5". That's pretty gigantic. Uh, this one's about 8 feet tall. Okay. So it's Andre. And he used to be a man, but he managed to grow larger by eating human flesh. Oh, no! So the... Shainu is a giant that eats humans. However, it is, he, like, wasn't born a Shainu. It was a human man that, again, ate human flesh and transformed into a Shainu. Oh, that's similar to a, um, what's that werewolf that's not a werewolf? Oh, God, that does look like a Yeti. And it's like a Yeti adjacent, yeah. But it sounds like the Wookiee. That's like when you cannibalize people, you turn into a Wookiee. Awesome. <laughs> Not a Wookiee. Shit. Fuck. Woogie. No. That's not it. Not a Wendigo. A Wendigo, yes! Oh, Wendigo. Yeah. Is also on my list. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because it's also a starvation demon that when you start starving and then you get, you like, you go donor party yeah. on it and then you turn into a Wendigo, right? Uh, yeah. So, like, basically a, a Wendigo is sort of like a trickster spirit. Similar to the to the Ejirak, in that like it lures people out into the cold night. I'm just you made me jump around my notes. I'm sorry, I just got excited because I no, 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 it's good. 
I'm like um, an elementary school child when I hear a subject being brought up that I know. I'm like, I know this. I know this. <laughs> my arm is extended so far that I'm about to dislocate my shoulder. Just like, that's the kind of student <laughs> I was as a child. <laughs> so the... Wendigo? Shainu? Yes. The, the Shainu and Wendigo are actually like kind of a... Um, they're from the same region and there may be a couple of tribes that share them as history. Now, whether or not they shared them like pre-colonization or if that is a product of kind of like different native groups coming together and mm. like maintaining whatever like, culture they still had. Right. Hard to say. There is significant differences. The Shenu is just like a kind of a direct violence cryptid like what it does is it if you are a cannibal you will turn into a shenu mm-hmm. if you eat human flesh doll you turn into a shenu and so you grow the horns you get big you get hairy you get strong and you like lose your your human brain you, you revert to lizard okay wendigo is like i said a lot more similar to the Ishrak. It's a, it doesn't shapeshift, but a Wendigo is called the Spirit of Lonely Places. And so it kind of like hums or sings or in like speaks in a way to like lure people again out into the cold night. Mm. And from there, the people die. And so it's like, it's unclear really if it's the Wendigo killing people or if the people are just lured out into the night and then die. Okay, so in our movie, they get lured out of their tents in the night by a Wendigo or a Shainu or a, what's the other one? Whatever. Uh, Ysirak. Ysirak. And there's one more that uh, I'll talk about. But my, my point was that they like get lured out by the spirit mm-hmm. and while they're following it, they start to get hypothermia and they start taking off their clothes. Yes. Because that's what you do when you have hypothermia. You feel like you're too hot and you start taking off your clothes. And then, so it's, did... They have hypothermia, and that's why they did this? Or were they being coerced by a cryptid, or was it both? Yeah. Would you like to see a Wendigo? Yes. Yeah, it basically looks like a werewolf with antlers. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little more, like, humanoid than most werewolves. It's pretty, like, gaunt. It has big hands. It looks like the Death Claw from uh, Fallout, actually. No. New Vegas. Wendigo is the most popular, like, cryptid on the list of things that we're going through tonight. So I am, just to build continuity with our uh, Ogopogo episode, I am going to check for the Wendigo sexy fan fiction. Oh, God. (laughs) John... I am a serious writer, and I am not going to write erotic stories about cryptids. I'm just not. Would you like to hear the description, the plot description of Wendigo, science fiction erotic shapeshifter romance? 
Ew, no, but read it anyway. <laughs> a nanopath contracted to the Ministry of Technology's illicit use department, Sharia Markish. Um, Maddie's already adjusting her shirt. Like, already, like. No, I had an itch. Out. Don't get excited. <laughs> Sharia Markesh is sent to a remote Northwoods location. Her assignment, investigate and eliminate the source of three deadly maulings the locals claim were done by the legendary Wendigo. But the carnivorous snow-white beast that walks on two legs isn't an ancient folktale. He's a modern monster infected with nano-shifting technology. What the fuck? And he's on the hunt. For Sharia. Ew, uh, that sounds so awful. <laughs> Make up your mind. Is it science fiction or is it folklore? Like, come on, Sharia. I'll read a review as well. Okay. Tulips reviews from Kevin X. With so much character and plot development and very hot love scenes, I was turning the pages as quickly as I could. <laughs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> Read a bad review. I don't think this has any bad reviews. Oh, come on. <laughs> this, is, this book is literally 82 cents. Like, we could... Because people who read it would not give it a bad review. Like, people no. who would want to read that. 82 cents. John, do we need to start a really horrible, cryptid, romantic book club? Oh, book club. Okay. What? I thought you were going to say publishing company. No! No, I do not want more of this to exist. I guess I shouldn't make a book club of it because it's going to make it, no, (laughs) (laughs) more popular. Um, So there is a a similar creature to both of them, to both the Wendigo and the Yzhirak in Japan. Hmm. That's across the pond, isn't it? Yukiona is a... Sorry, did you hear the name? Yukiona. Yukiona. She is a demon slash spirit that also leads people out into the like frozen tundra. The Snow Witch. Yeah. Nick gave me a comic book about that one year for Christmas. Oh, no. tell us all about her. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Freeze frame. <laughs> Snow Witch. Oh, holy shit. Jim Henson's The Storyteller, which Oh, is... holy shit. Yeah. This is phenomenal. So the Snow Witch is, again, a spirit that, like, lives out in the frozen tundra, and she lures people out there. And so, like, she's a tall, pale woman who is, like, I don't know. Sometimes if you're up close, like, she looks busted, but mostly she just looks like a hot chick. She um, was yeah. dressed all in white. Yeah. With white skin to match and pale eyes that burned with cold and warm alike. Next to you, she was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. And now, and now you know why. That's a quote from Jim Henson's The Storyteller, The Tale of Four Witches. Mm. So yeah, it's like she's able to lure men out into the night with that, but then also she can appear with like what appears to be a crying child, mm-hmm. and so that's an animal. Like mm-hmm. see like a 
woman like this and like hear the voice of a crying child and they're like oh i gotta go i hope that hope that broad (laughs) and so you know she doesn't have all the the powers of an egerek but you only need the two you only need hob woman or crying child to lure fucking everyone out of the ice that's true and that's how she was able to split up the Beatles. <laughs> In the comic, you... she kills this kid's dad, and then she spares the child. And then he, like, remembers her later in his life. And then when he's an adult, she takes him as well. Spoiler alert. <laughs> During your last encounter with the... Who the fuck was that? With the Wendigo, you were magically transported to Japan. A stranger comes up to you with two plane tickets. Would you like to go to Scotland or return to the Arctic? I'll go Scotland. <laughs> okay. You arrive in Scotland. Bing bong. But also in the north of Scotland in some kind of fucking, what are they called? Town? No, like the fields in Scotland. Moors? Yes. You... Arrive in a frozen Scottish moor. I just get kicked out of the airplane as they're flying over the moor. <laughs> yeah, spread. Get up, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I parachute down into the moor. There's snow. There's probably like a lot of wind. It's rather humid. I'm pulling up my hood and looking around like, Jesus fucking Christ, why am I in the middle of this moor? And what does my what to my wandering eye does appear? But, uh, John, what's your line? Is it by any chance a creature of midnight? The knuckle of ye. Knuckle of ye. The knuckle of ye. You should sound way more terrified. It sounds like you're talking about my knuckle. The knuckle of ye. My own knuckles are not that scary. This creature is the centaur from your worst nightmares. Is it a spider centaur? Because that's the... Centaur from my worst nightmares. Or maybe like a millipede centaur. They have two heads with one giant red eye that resembles flames. Sorry, wait. So they have two heads and only one head has one eye. That's right. The other head is completely eyeless. (laughs) Okay. But most disturbing is the fact that they have no skin. You And you can see their blood coursing through their twisted veins. A demon that reign, that roams the snow-laden grounds of Scotland's uppermost northern isles is confined during the summer months, which only makes it more eager to cause pain and suffering during winter. During the summer, the sea mither, or spirit of the summer, is able to keep these demons at bay because they live underwater and only emerge when the sea mither can no longer control them. It's a common thing that, like, fey creatures live in the sea, in the water. Hmm. Yeah. Go on. It is said that the breath of the Nukalavie is toxic, and just one faint breath can kill even the strongest of men. The Nukalavie has been blamed for past famines and droughts without the surrounding vision, within the surrounding villages. The villagers used to say a prayer each time its name was uttered as they were terrified that the Nekolovi would torment them for speaking such taboo. Mm. 
He who shall not be named. That's right. Um, to be honest, Knuckle V, you seem like you're all show and no action. Like, you really seem like you're all bark and no bite compared it's, to the Inuit cryptids I've already faced. So yes. I'm really not too concerned about you and your pulsating veins or whatever you have going on there. Okay, you can leave. Okay, bye. <laughs> he literally cannot do anything. Like, he doesn't. Cool. I'm going to swing by Stonehenge, and then I'm going to grab a flight home to Canada. Canada? <laughs> you are taking a flight over the Arctic Circle to get back to Canada. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, that torn down from the sky. Oh, no. Your plane was taken down from the oldest of the winter cryptids, the Kogukpak. It is over 40,000 years old. Its legend was imbued into the first humans in the area, and its legend has continued for those same 40,000 years. The Kogukpak is a monster that can only live in the Days in which there are no sunlight in the Arctic Circle. It goes around and it eats animals, people, flora, fauna, <laughs> fucking everything. Just trees, just everything. Pinecones, squirrels, people. Reminds me of the the darkness from Bringali. And the reason it does that is because. The sun is the only thing that can kill it. So it it's a waterbender. Underground for the entire year and okay. only emerges during the dark days. Okay. When early humans found mammoth skeletons, they they knew it was the cook because of some reason. <laughs> it, it was it, big and it, scary it big. and had yeah. big like tusks. Well, the Kogupak doesn't have tusks. The Kogupak is much more friendly. Mm. Its description for holding hands. John's grasped my hand. To brace Matthew for this. <laughs> the creature, it's bulbous and it has legs like a frog. It's horrifying. That doesn't sound horrifying. It sounds weird. Sounds, sounds like a big old frog. Big old just fat like a frog. really fat frog. Yeah, like that's... Wait, how do you find a mammoth skeleton and then go, yeah, that's this uh, big it's, fat it's frog? It's gotta be a frog. <laughs> what? What the... F- <laughs> it's a big bulbous creature that's got frog legs. Okay, so it pulls down my plane. I'm the only surviving passenger, presumably. Or am I? Are there yeah, any other well, surviving no, passengers? No, you get away because it's a frog. You're what? fine. Okay. I ran away. You didn't give me a choice whether I wanted to run away oh. or I wanted to fight it. Well, I there's another plane on the ground, and you can there's a sword as well. <laughs> You're fucking terrible, baby. We should not have pretended to make this into like a D and D situation. <laughs> okay, I choose sword. Okay. Shing! You rolled a six and you, and you killed it. 
Yeah. One hit kill? Yeah. With six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it was a 20. Okay. So now I'll get back on the plane, yeah. I guess? Now you're headed back to the Northwest Territories. I don't live... Sorry. Excuse me, pilot? I don't live in the Northwest Territories. Okay. You can wait for the plane to land, or... You can take a parachute and jump out. Why would I parachute out of a moving plane if I didn't have to? That's the, there was a big old stopover in the Northwest Territories. That's okay. I, I think you're, I'll just... Because you're flying over the Arctic. You so. know, what I'll probably do is I'll just hang out like at the airport of the... Wherever we are. Like Yeah, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> so you fly into Yellowknife. Okay. And oh my god, a keykern attacks your oh, airport. Oh shit, because I was going to say, there's like this really good diner in Yellowknife I want to go to. I saw it on You Gotta Eat Here. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably like same. walking to the diner and then the key cough jumps out of an alley and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> we do that for a trip next year. Yellowknife? Yeah. <gasps> Kayaking in the Northwest Territories? Yeah, I would love that. I would love it so much. I would love it more than tropical, if I'm honest. Okay, hold it. Hold me accountable, <laughs> listeners. The wild. Let's go into the wild. Here's the only thing. What? Can't do it during the winter. I know. Because there's key currents about. <laughs> oh shit! Key currents. <laughs> and other things. Not because all the waterways are fucking frozen. Do you know what a key current is? No, I sure don't. For some reason, I'm imagining a flamingo-like creature. <laughs> <laughs> so, key currents were adopted into the Final Fantasy series as oh. a race. Okay. So you can't really get images of them very easily. Without it being the one from Final Fantasy? Yeah. But... Here is one that predates that. Looks that just looks like a dog crossed with a possum. That's right. <laughs> okay. A keykern is a hairless dog that is horrified of people. Aw, poor keykern. But the other thing about it is it makes people horrified of it. Okay. It's a fear animal. And so if you see it, you'll be terrified for days. Oh, interesting. But it will run away from you. Hmm. It's like how we're afraid of things that can't actually hurt us. Exactly. Yeah. And are even more afraid of us than we are of them. Yeah. Like you and the earthworms. I'm scared of earthworms. Yeah, you were. I was, but now I moved like a billion of them. I was like scooping them up and moving them and you were all squeamish about it. And I was like, well, we can't just let them die out on the driveway. We're going to end on my favorite one. I'm trying. You run away from the key current back into the airport, I guess. <laughs> but your flight is still not leaving for 36 hours because they finally reduced the number of flights that went in and out of airplane, uh, airports. Okay. Because no one's flying, but... For some reason, for most of COVID, like all the airplanes still had to meet their goal. Like, it was really stupid, but anyway. Okay, my flight's not coming for 36 hours. 
That's right. I escaped the key current. I'm in the airport. You're like, damn, like, I want to do something in the Northwest Territories. Yeah, sure. I'm here. Yeah. So you take a sled dog. Just a single dog? Uh, no, like a, that doesn't seem like enough to you did, my you, you take a sled dog tour. <laughs> oh, okay. Like there's a, you're on a slide. And then you head out of the city and you see holes in the snowbanks. Ooh, spooky. Mush. What could have done that? And the sled dog driver said, Well, we've seen wussets around here. Wussets. Wussets. Why is he southern if this is the Yukon? You know what? Like I, I, <laughs> I grew up in in the south, but was never that much into it. Never much like the heat. Said, "Give me a little of that cold." Right. Once so you got I, your uh, little fingers got chomped by one catfish, you were like, "Goodbye, no thank you." <laughs> flew out west, and I said, "I'm gonna take the train up north." But they destroyed that train lab. So I took another airplane. And really what we can take from our journey is that we need a much more robust train system in Agreed. this continent. Absolutely. Yes. It's absurd that we don't have high-speed rail between most of our major cities. Agreed. Yeah. Imagine if we had high-speed rail even just to, like, close, like, Vancouver. Or My goodness. From Calgary to, like, Great Falls, even. You know the, the fastest high-speed rail <laughs> in the world? You can get to Vancouver under two hours. Are you kidding me? Hey. How often would I visit my brother if I could get to Vancouver in two hours? Just saying the, uh, the Canadian government, they don't, they don't care about you. They don't want you to Absolutely not. See your loved ones. No, they don't give a fuck. They just want you to encounter the russet when you're in the Northwest Territories. Okay, what's the... Taking this sled. Okay, so <clears throat> presumably what you've just been doing is you're the leader of the sled dog tour that I'm on. Yes. And I've pointed out the holes in the snow. And this is a roundabout way for you to explain to me why there's holes in the snow. So I'll say... What are there all these holes in the snow that we keep passing? Well, I'll tell you, little lady. Please don't call me little lady. I'm a, I'm a regular-sized woman. Well, I'll tell you, regular lady. <laughs> Those are all caused by snow wussets. Snow wussets. That's what I said, is I said snow wussets. <laughs> okay. See, a snow wusset was a creature, and... It's very different from all the rest of them creatures. Because, see, most of the, the... It changes a bit if you get a little further up north. Most of our bears, our squirrels, our beavers, all, all them little critters that live around there, they go into hibernation during the winter. But a snow wusset, that's a creature that goes into hibernation over the summer. Mm. During the summer, it turns green turns mossy, it grows legs so that it can move around and hide better. It looks kind of just like a, a cranberry field, all moss on top and red underneath. During the winter, it loses those legs. 
and it is swift and violent through the snowbanks. It eats every dog, wolf, fox, bear, and human that dares to venture out into the night. Well, then why the fuck are we out here? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're... Yeah. Like trying to get eaten by a snow one So we, we should head back to the airport. It's got a good bar in it. We can talk all about this there. Okay. Because if I feel like if we were to stay out here for one more moment, the snow wusset is going to come and eat our whole team and then us. Now, the only thing about that is you seem like a city slicker. I've killed like three Inuit cryptids so far. <laughs> and I have a sword. So, don't talk too much shit there, southern dog sled driver. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't questioning your fortitude. All I was going to say is that this here cryptid is adorable. Oh, no. <laughs> what does it look like? That's not adorable. It looks like a... No. <laughs> it looks like a weird weasel or something. Uh, that's right. It's like a fur snake. Ew. <laughs> and just pet it on the head and call it a sweetie. No. Well, alright. <laughs> Wait, let me look at that closer. What the fuck? A fearsome critter to behold. Is that it? But it can also come up through snowbanks like it doesn't... Uh, it moves through anything. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. It's like a snow was it? It's main form of momentum is to uh, go through a snowbank slides right through and it pulls out a man or a dog or a hole that's how the snow was it eats grass makes it through the long winter Hmm. Um, are we back at the airport yet because (laughs) I'm starting to get a little scared of the snow was it Oh, we are. We're oh, yeah. No. Okay. You're going to head excuse, home. Excuse me, bartender. Can I please get a an old-fashioned? Thank you. Yes, ma'am. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is that the Yukon bartender sounds like, like that? It's me doing a Yukon accent. No. Huh? I live in a Yukon. <laughs> Here's my Yukon bartender. You ready? Why don't you order the old-fashioned for me? Hey there, miss. Can I get it? Yeah, there you go. Come right out. No problem at all. Uh, looking a little disheveled. Looking out a for disheveled. a rip, were you, bud? Excuse me, these are brand new pants. pants. <laughs> uh, looking a little damp. I'm gonna guess you were on one of them sled dog tours. Uh, no. I'll have you know I pissed myself. <laughs> what? Is that my pajama pants are damp? Yeah, because the story was that we were on the sled dog tour. Yeah, but I was flirting. I guess guessed that this bartender character was into piss play, and I guessed wrong. You're very wrong. Yeah, it happens. And you know what? It even happens on Christmas. I wish it hadn't happened. You want me to? Like get with this bartender? No, I just don't. I I wish not. Excuse me, Miss. I am engaged. <laughs> then why are you hitting on the bartender with your piss play implications? <laughs> no, I disagree. Guess I'm gonna get half cut at this bar in the 
Yellowknife Airport and then board my plane back to Calgary where I live. Mm. I definitely ordered a glass of rosé from the airport bar in Mumbai and it was like six Canadian dollars and I was like, how dare they? (laughs) This is so expensive. (laughs) But not really. Isn't that funny? And I wouldn't even let myself have more than one glass even though I was about to get on a fucking 15 hour flight because it costs six Canadian dollars. How much was the acid? I didn't do acid. (laughs) Nobody did any drugs. It was very like even drinking was frowned upon. It was a yoga program. They don't even want you to like eat anything that tastes too good. It's literally against the (laughs) rules. It's true. Too much fat, too much spice makes it not a yogi diet. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry cryptids. Merry cryptids. Merry cryptids. <laughs> Bada humbug. That's too strong because it's my favorite cryptid. So, where does this campaign end? Christmas with my gremlin, too. What? Where does the campaign end that we're running? Our war on Christmas? No. What? The D&D cryptids thing. Oh. Uh, you, uh, you defeated the Wasset. I thought I just avoided it. can't believe you didn't love the Wasset. so cute. It's not cute. It's like a little fox, but with no legs. They're just... That's... If there was a thematic element that joined... Certainly all of our, like, far north stories was, like... Don't go out into the tundra. Oh, that too. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you will die. Yeah. And that's correct. That's accurate. Like, not even the tundra. We live in southern Canada, and if you go outside in winter, you will die. Yeah. Oh my. If you see a Wendigo, if you see a fucking Yoko Ono, don't go out there. (laughs) That's true too. Like, don't be lured out into the cold by it. Don't quit the Beatles. Yeah. Or do, because really were the Beatles that great anyway? Not to suck shit, but yeah. might not have gotten got. Are you saying that John Lennon got assassinated because he married Yoko Ono? I'm just saying he married Yoko Ono and then got assassinated. This is the final boarding call for Calgary, Alberta. We are still missing a Madeline Starchild. I gotta go. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Oh, Madeline. Welcome to Cryptid Airlines. What? What's that? The plane is waiting for you. Why don't you enter? But I'm pretty sure I booked Air Canada. I don't think this is my flight. I don't... Get off of me! Let go of me! This isn't my plane! Sorry, this is Air Cryptid. Yeah, we have to your flight. Wait, no. Is that a first stole or is or is that a
Merry Christmas, anyone that listens to this. Busy blur, don't think I have the energy. Red am I already mad?